and welcome back to another episode of Energize. Barry, how are you doing? Ross, I'm doing very well after a sober weekend. Sober weekend. It was it was stormy in Ireland. It was stormy. Yeah. Everything about the weekend was stormy, in fairness. was. What do you think of the storms uh, being called after people? Not like certain people, but like they have names. Do you think they should name storms? Because like storms end up like killing people, and then like it's like, ah, there's Kira. She killed five people at the weekend. Jesus. Um. Yeah, but what else? What else? What? What, what like, are you? What like, else are you gonna call them? Like number seven or number? Yeah, you could be like the February storm in Ireland or something. No, the storm of February. Yeah, actually, yeah. Who even comes up with the names? Actually, as well. You know what happens? You see the way this one was Storm Kira. The yeah. next one has to become a D, so it'll be like Storm Damien. And then it goes on until they get Z and then they go back to start again. Are they always girls' names? No, I don't think so. No. Although the last one I thought of was Hurricane Ophelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it almost seemed fitting as well for the elections as well. There was, yeah, like, it was. There was a, uh, there was a, a political sto- storm. Yeah, there was a storm a brewing. Yeah. In case you're wondering, uh, Sinn Féin did really, really well yeah. in the election. Uh, if you're not from Ireland, um, Sinn Féin are the political party who are sort of always link with the IRA and if you yeah. don't know what the IRA is well then you should probably go and educate yourself but people want change don't they they do they do I think people are sick of the same old stuff Dublin yeah. is I don't know if you're from here but like Dublin is so expensive to live in yeah and it's just not really feasible for people to rent or buy houses and as people are saying people like well into their 30s are like still living at home with their parents and it's not yeah. because they really enjoyed their mass cooking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but especially like Ross's new father as well. Yeah, uh, it, it's just really tough out there. Yeah. And Chiffane planning on doing more for housing. But also, things did need to change. It's 2020. There's more homelessness on the streets now than there's ever been. Uh, there's yeah. more people on hospital beds than there's ever been. You think as time gets better, technology gets better, you sort of just think that, you know, the world should get better, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm just like, why don't just print off more money and just like be like, it's grand. You know what I mean? Everyone has a bit more money and then we all just have a nice high standard of living. I know. Uh, sometimes I know. it's like, why do we all have to be miserable? Or why do a few people have to be miserable? Why can't we all just like have a decent life? You know what I mean? I know. Why can't they just keep on building houses and be like, there's a house for you, there's a house for you. You know what I mean? Like why do they make you work real hard and then like owe your house for your entire life? I know. It well, like that's actually makes sense. That, that's why people. That's why people go out and they drink so much and do drugs so much to get away from all these. Yeah, their own problems. personal issues. Yeah. And they're like, like oh, I'm failure if I don't own my own house by yeah. the time I'm X. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not great. So yeah, two storms here in Dublin this weekend. The first one being the actual storm storm Kira, and the second one is Mary Lou McDonald, the leader of Sinn Fein, storming her way into the doll. Yeah, it's going to be crazy times. Like I mean, that's the thing. Like you, you pay top dollar. To live in Dublin, and then like you don't even get the fucking weather. No, you do not. Oh no, but that's the thing. You know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, like uh, like uh, like I'm meeting one of the lads tomorrow. Uh, shout out, so he's actually moved off to Australia and he's there with his girlfriend and he's having a great time. And like I'm meeting him tomorrow before he goes back on Wednesday and like just to have a chat with him, see what the story is over there because like this can't go on here. What's going on right now? No, no and like I don't want to have to. I don't. No offense to people who live in like Loud or. Somewhere else like that, but like leash, leash. Yeah, I don't want to have to move out there. Like I was brought up here. Like I'm, I intended to like stay here while I could. Yeah, you should be able to live where you grew up, and yeah. it shouldn't be like n- near on impossible to actually do so. Yeah, you see, the thing is, the population is growing here as well. You know, I yeah, know people are leaving, time. but like everyone's coming towards us. 
Yeah, I, I just think like everyone just needs to be paid better. As in, like, I feel like everything keeps on going up except for people's wages. I know. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. And, like, also, you can't, like, even afford a house by yourself. You need to be in a relationship as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, it's shocking. Like, getting a mortgage yeah. in this country is next impossible. Yeah. Like, how are me, you, Theo, and Jade all going to move in together? Like, you know? I have no idea, bud. No <laughs> I have idea. no idea either. But, um, Barry, if you're new to the Android podcast, politics is not really what we're into. But what should you do? Uh, make sure to subscribe. It's right below me. And uh, hit a like if you are enjoying the weekly content because there is more to come. Uh, today we will be discussing just uh, the politics. Well, that's over and done with. Um, also, we're going to be looking at all the latest news in the world of MMA. And we're also going to be discussing the Six Nation because uh, Ireland kicked ass over the weekend. So make sure to like, subscribe and stay energised. Uh, what he said. What I said, yes, because uh, we get more and more support these days as well, especially on Spotify and YouTube as well. We really, we really appreciate it because uh, we love doing this shit. Yeah, oh, it's it's, my, it's one of my favorite things to do every week to yeah. do the podcast, hang on with best mate, Who? and well, I hang out with Theo before I get here, yeah. and then <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something I look forward to doing every week. And it's also nice to sort of discuss your thoughts on events with your mates. Yeah, that's the thing, like. It, like we'd be having this chat anyway. Yeah, no, we'd that's be the thing. Like, what did you think of the fight on the weekend? But now we just do it on camera with microphones in our mouth. Yeah, imagine like we stop being mates. Like, who, who are we going to talk to about this shit? Like, uh, well, like, I'll talk to Theo, but like he doesn't answer me back. <laughs> You're like Theo and this, and it's like don't say anything. I have to say something again. Yeah, but like who who else? Like whose opinion you you value as well? That mm. like really knows a lot in depth. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing. Like sometimes you're talking to someone about whether it be sports or politics or whatever. I don't know about you, but I'm very quick to know whether someone's bullshit or not. You know what I mean? And yeah. then, like, it I'm gets sure a bit awkward. Is. Yeah, sure but it gets a bit awkward because, like, some people just let someone say they're bullshit and then go on. I'm like, that's not true. And they're like, what do you mean that's not true? Yeah, but that, that mean, that's why podcasts have exploded as well because you're, like, listening in to conversations of people that you have share the same values and interests in, you know? Because if they didn't share the same interests and values, they wouldn't listen to it, you know? I suppose that's what it's like. You're invited into our living room to listen to our chat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is what we're talking about when you're not on camera, or when we're not on camera as well, so. Yeah. And the other things about, like, how we can improve and stuff. And oh, of course, yeah. What we're looking forward to doing and... Uh, yeah, we talk about slightly bo- more boring stuff off camera as well. Do we? Well, boring stuff to maybe the listener that's only really relevant to us yeah yeah we try and pick out the best stuff I remember one of the lads wrote to us uh, I think his name's Stephen he's over in Australia and he goes uh, talk more about the guy and I'm like I don't really know that much about the guy and you'd know straight away that I was I was making up shit yeah, as no. if he couldn't tell already but uh, oh Steve sorry to let you down but guy's not really our thing yeah. uh, maybe the two Johnnies do the guy do they they do yeah yeah but so uh, like if you're mad for the guy maybe listen to two Johnnies like, they're killing the game over here they, are, they actually are yeah I, I DM'd their uh, producer there the other day I saw that yeah, yeah. Marie was it yeah uh, I'm, I forget her name but like she totally saw it and totally did not write back I was did just, you write back did she yeah I saw it there she was like don't have time to check out your content I'll do it in a while when I'm less busy alright <laughs> shout out so she did write back yeah we're just trying to like do well and then uh, you see the thing is with the guy as well it's like count like if we're always talking about how good the dubs are other people would be like yeah the other 31 counties would be like those two lads are so up the dubs hole it's like, <laughs> it'd be like winning five Premier League titles in a row and be like that team's the best it's like can't believe you said Bayern Munich were the best team in Germany <laughs> yeah, you know but, I mean? yeah but the thing is like the Dublin have won the All-Ireland what the last five years in a row we yeah. can't, can't really be like constantly talking about them because 
Yeah, people. It's hate unfair. That. Yeah, I mean that that's that's the reason why we well, except for the dubs. Well, yeah, but like that, that's the reason why we picked like we we don't have a, like a pref- like a preference in League of Ireland teams or like with the rugby like I like back all four or all four all, teams yeah, like, to do well. We sort of Leinster are number one, but then like the rest are all equally number two. Yeah. Well, the thing is like Leinster is we live here, you know. what I mean, like we can't necessarily yeah. go back and forth to Munster or Ulster or Connacht all the time. But like, uh, look, we'll get more into the rugby when we're talking about it, and we'll yeah. actually like show that like once they put on the green jersey it's a different gravy you yeah. know what I mean that, but like uh, first of all I support the Irish team way more than I support Leinster anyway yeah well like I think it's like important as a nation that we it's something we all get behind you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but it's funny the way sometimes you see in like the rugby groups uh, online that like there's such a Munster and Leinster bias with some people and then sometimes if you just happen to think a, Munster, a Leinster player is better they're like no you're just a Leinster fanboy it's like yeah, uh, that's, that's actually my actual opinion like sometimes yeah. I'll tell you the Ulster player is better if I think he's better. Yeah, it's a lot like that in the MMA scene as well. It's gas though. Yeah, like, it's like, you can't McGregor dick rider. Yeah. That's what they all say. It's like, yeah. look, you went in there and beat KO in 40 seconds. Like, no one's ever done that KO. It's like, can I say that's good? No, because it was good. Yeah. But that's why we love this shit. Like, I yeah. mean, like, it's, yeah, everyone has their own opinion. Yeah, that's that's what's so great about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, anyone else can start a podcast as well. I mean, it's yeah. free access to entry, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, also, shout out to that woman. I don't want her to know what her name is, but I'm sure you know what it is when you're watching at home. Who uh, was the conductor for the Oscars? She was the first ever female conductor for the Oscars, and she was Irish, so that was cool. Seriously, Ronan? No, no, no. The woman who would conduct the orchestra at the Oscars. Oh, yeah, okay. I, did, I didn't watch it. I no, didn't I didn't watch it. watch it either. But I saw her. She was wearing a gold dress, and I was like, "You legend." So that's the thing about it with like Irish people. It's like I think she's a legend automatically. What are you looking for your phone? <laughs> What, to look her up? No, no, no. I thought I, got, I thought I heard I got a new Tinder match there. No, oh, I'm joking. Okay. Uh, Sir Sharon oh, was also at the Oscars. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix made, uh, he won the Oscar for Best uh, Actor for The Joker. And then. I still haven't seen that yet. Have you not? I have it loaded up on my computer. But like sitting there watching a movie, like on your laptop, you're you, like all of a sudden you're always like looking at your phone and then. Yeah, so many distractions. Yeah. But anyway, I went to go. I went. To, I went to cinema there last week. I saw. Did you go twice in the last while? No. Yeah, man. I feel like I'm, I live there. But uh, I Mr. went to cinema, man. I went to see the gentleman. Yes. I, I kept, the good fellas kept getting stuck in my fucking head. But uh, Colin yeah. Farrell, ten out of ten. Oh man, check it out. It's fucking great. Like Colin yeah. Farrell is brilliant. At the beginning, I was watching it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I really like this. <laughs> Do you love that film, Lock, Stock, and Smoke Barrels? Two smoking barrels. All right, whatever. Like I haven't yeah. seen that film, so like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my master. You just love it, yeah. Because yeah. that was both Guy Ritchie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Guy Ritchie is so slick, man. Have yeah. you seen him on Joe Rogan? Was he married to Madonna? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's like so smart, but he's also sort of like he's sort of the gentleman, if you know what I mean. As in, like, it's almost like a movie on himself in a certain way and like, certain aspects where he like dresses yeah. so slick and like he, he just looks like very suave all yeah. the time. Joe's really slick in the film. Your man who was in uh, Sons of Anarchy, he, he looks. Like, oh, Chris Human or Charlie, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He he's very handsome, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Watching that, uh, you're a I, big fan of Brad Pitt, aren't uh, you? Yeah, I, I like him and Leonardo DiCaprio, but I don't know. I, I hadn't seen. Yeah, but I hadn't seen. I haven't seen that film either. All right. Well, there you go. It was first ever acting Oscar. Same for Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix like goes on these weird tangents. About uh, when he wins his award, Charlie Hun um, is your man, the handsome fella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joaquin. Phoenix if you want to like, Google, Joaquin Phoenix like when a cow was born, we take it away from its mother, and we don't let it drink its milk, and then we kill the cow to eat it. 
we shouldn't do that. It was like, all right, mate, calm down. Yeah. And I, he was like, thanks to my brother as well. I, don't, I think people who play those roles that are so fucked up, you're yeah. going to become a bit strange. Yeah, well, I think he gets really into it, doesn't he? Yeah. He's a, he's a funny man. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. Yeah. Did you stay home and watch this? No, no, no. I just watched right. the, I watched the clips because like, I couldn't be arsed watching the whole thing because yeah. you're sitting there for ages and then people give like such long speeches. But you know what they start to do now? Some uh, Asian director won. I think he's Korean. I just said Asian because I don't want to be like, that's Chinese, you racist. <laughs> but like, this film wasn't English. The film Parasite won Best Film. Uh, it's out in the cinema now, but it's subtitled. And he was up giving a speech, right? Yeah. And to stop the speech, it's going on forever. They like dim the lights, be like, and goodbye. Yeah, okay. And the dim lights on this guy. And after like Joaquin Phoenix been like, the racist as well. You know what I mean? Oh it's like God. the Asian fellas giving the speech as best director. Tom Hanks got the whole crowd been like, up the lights, up the lights. To bring the lights back up at your man can finish the speech. Who did that? Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks? Yeah. No way. I think if Tom Hanks says something at the Oscars, it's like, yeah. better do what Tom Hanks says. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy who... You told Tom Hanks now. Who, who hates... Who's hated by Tom Hanks. Uh, so, what movie should people definitely check out? I don't know. The Gentleman, man. You just yeah. saw it until it was great. It's better than 1917. Like, I heard that was brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah, but this is actually better. Uh, anything on Netflix, actually, that people should check out? Uh, I was watching The Strangers the other day. It's like eight episodes long. It's really, really good. Except I actually thought like the last 10 minutes, I wasn't actually happy with the conclusion. Does that ever happen to you when you're watching the series? You're like, the end, you're like, oh, that's not the end I was looking for. I think maybe Entourage. Yeah, I think so. Game of Thrones, I think that was a lot of people, wasn't it? I did, yeah, I didn't watch that. Um, time, but yeah. yeah, but just I think everyone knows like that's yeah that was, or I think the whole last season, everyone's like, although I think with Game of Thrones, people were they were like, okay, here's the final season, and they rushed it. As I think they I think maybe made it a bit longer. Do you remember Love Hate was on? I think when they ended that, yeah. I was like, oh no, like that you can't stop that. That's like the best. Yeah. Um. What else? If you, if you actually do like The Stranger. I've had a, call, or a show called Safe was written by the same guy so you can actually watch both if you do like one uh, I watched You as well uh, yeah. have you seen that? Uh, no I heard Chris D'Elia's in it and I suppose he's shitting it yeah he is he gets murdered yeah spoiler alert sorry <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah he is shy um, apparently The Pharmacist is very good I haven't seen that I feel like those shows I'm just never going to watch Oh, see these things the, the, happening it, here, like there's something like it has like I'm just mad in the documentaries and stuff and I just feel yeah, like but they have some good documentaries on it like that pharmacist one is a documentary oh is it yeah I, I watched like Don't Fuck With Cats and stuff like that and I'm, like the whole time watching them I'm like these people have way too much time on their hands you know what I mean like <laughs> stalking some fella on the internet you know what I mean yeah. it's like no yeah I was like watch 40 minute Energizer's video instead it'd be more crack yeah, laugh on, more. yeah and like and subscribe but yeah. uh no do you know what I started uh, I watched the uh Travis Scott documentary that was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, recently, yeah. And then, uh, do you know what I'm actually mid-watching? Right, because... Okay, I don't, I, like, I don't know what to say about this, right? But uh, Netflix keep pushing programs on you. Like, oh, like, yeah, of course, they're yeah. Like, what, they're like, watch this, watch this. And then I was like, cheer... The cheer is it what's called Cheer or Cheers? Oh, yeah, Cheerleader Show. It's yeah, like cheer- always number one on Netflix. Yeah, it kept coming up and I was like, do you know what? I'll give You're it a look. You're clicking it. You're clicking it. Yeah. It's fucking deadly, man. It's actually class. What's the, called the way, cheer, I think. Is it? Yeah, cheer. It's actually unreal. The the skills they do to like set up everything is actually class. And also Netflix are brilliant at making documentaries. Another great yeah. place is like Channel Four, Four OD. They're brilliant as well. But like, it's actually class. Oh, you know what? Don't watch. <laughs> Don't watch Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler. I was. Oh, you had shit. I had that lineup to watch. Right. I was sitting there watching it with Jade. Right. And he's just going around sort of owing people money all the time. Gets beaten up every now and then, and then like. He like sort of robs money off people. To, he robs Peter to pay Paul all the time, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sitting there watching it. This isn't a spoiler. This isn't like me saving your time. Uh, 
And then uh, we got Harsh. 50 mi- minutes into it. Me and Jade were eating a curry at the time. We were watching it. And been like, this is lovely our Saturday night. And then Theo woke up and I went up and got Theo. And then I came back Theo's down. like, I want to watch it. I came back down. And I turned to Jade to go, you enjoying this film? She's like, I actually think it's shit. And I was like, oh, thank God. This film is yeah. dreadful. Adam Sandler, like, since like 2005, like, just gave up making movies. Yeah. It was just like, whoever will pay him, he'll show up for it. Is Kevin Garnett in that as well? Yeah, he is, yeah. As Kevin Garnett. Just, oh, all right. But uh, I was actually, I had that added to watch. And then, but Adam Sandler's films have been shit recently. And, and this one's shit too. Yeah, so now I'm like, not going to watch that. But like, he's just going to, like, he, he has too much money. Yeah, someone at work was saying that they watched it and they were like, I'm watching it for a second time. And I was like, must be good. And I was like, never yeah. taking the film recommendation that's, off you ever again. That's a lot of pressure then, like when you're like, right, Saturday night, have the food ready. Yeah. Oh, the, this, you probably beforehand, you're like, this is the movie we're going to watch. Yeah, but I think I said to Jade like three or four times, like, oh, we'll watch the Adam Sandler film. We'll see what it's like. Because I was like, Adam Sandler. It might be shit, but it'll be easy to watch. But it was like, yeah. shit and not easy to watch. That's shite, you know. What about uh, Valentine's Day that's coming up now this Friday? And then we're going to talk about the MA section. <laughs> no, what? no, what do you mean? No, you, you what am I going to do for it? Yeah, I don't know. You doing it? Any plan? No, no, no. Like, I'll probably just get Jade a card. Wherever. Jade, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a card. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, in fairness, like, I, I don't like that. I needed a Jade. It doesn't like that. Like, yeah. a forced romance. Like, you have to be romantic, they yeah. say. It's, it's not cool. Uh, like, oh, I get you. I'm sure like that as well, but, like, you, you feel like you could be, like, holding back from the other person, you know? Well, well I, I think it's more so. Have to get her car because have to. her friends all get something. You know what what I mean? Ross didn't get you a fucking card? Yeah, she, she's actually big on cards. She likes a lot of people. A lot of likes, people are big on cards. Yeah, she likes like even like Christmas cards. I'm like, you're not just send texts now, yeah. like because I'm so like, she hasn't it, seen your writing yet. Like, yeah, but well, that's shocking. <laughs> Typed out. Yeah, but I'm just like, it's like I'm gonna if I text you the same thing or if I write down the same thing to me that means the same thing. Yeah, I will. But like maybe that's just who I am. No, cards are coming back into fashion. Like people like put hanging them around and stuff. Yeah, I think it like is just not a person until three D, isn't it? It is, yeah. But uh, do you know what would be great for a Valentine's present? Two tickets to Foycom. Yes, for you you explain. You ask you explain, man. Energized. That's me and Barry are doing our first live show February the 29th in Cork. It's Foycon, and if you want to go to Foycon, or if you want to send your loved one to Foycon. Just go on to www.foycon.com And if you use the discount code EZ10 That will get you 10 euro off The going rate for a ticket I think it's like 59.99 for tickets isn't it You'll get your tickets for 49.99 Yeah tickets are I think 70% sold out Yeah that's the thing Like the early birds are all gone uh, Underneath myself So if you if you look it down in the comments I'm going to put a link and put the code in as well. Uh, just, so if you look down right now where the subscribe button is, you hit that first. Oh, and then yeah. I see you there, at, yeah. Then you look in the comment section and I have it pinned on top if you want to get 10% off. Brilliant. So I just click the link and then that will bring me there. I'll put in EZ10 and then I get 10 or off. Yeah. It's good. So, it's not, so it's not even 10. It's actually more than 10%. It's 10 euro off, which is way better. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. Like myself and Ross are doing a first uh, live event. Like it's going to be a great event itself, but myself and Ross are going to be doing a live show there as well, which is huge for us. Like that's actually close to 20% off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. So get your tickets. Come see the lads. And on that note, Foycon put out an announcement two days ago. Frank Mir, two time. Two-time UFC heavyweight champion is going to be at Foycon. Yeah. Barry, what was your first reaction when you heard 
that Frank Mir has come to fight camp. I was pretty blown away because the majority of the fighters or athletes, you call them, that are going are from England and Ireland. Yeah, they? I think if you take Wonderboy... Oh, Wonderboy and Ben Askren. And sorry. Ben Askren out there. We've actually met everyone else. Yeah. So Frank Mir is like a cool asset to get in there. Uh, also, Paul Daly like dropped out and they got Kiefer Crosby in. And I was like, all right, grounds, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, Frank Mir ran me at the last minute. I was like, that's like pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like that is a bit of icing on the cake, really. Yeah, well, like, it was the one person who I've like seen fight so many times and... and yeah. I just sort of assumed I wasn't going to meet now that he's retired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the thing is, if I was looking at if I was looking at the poster, if I was going to make the poster, you can almost have like Frank Mir in the middle on top. Yeah. And then like Wonder Boy on one side, Ben Askren on the other side, and then all the sort of Irish fighters around. You yeah. I mean? Like that. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. It well, is the icing on the cake, really, for the. Oh event. no, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. Um, he's actually a legend, isn't he? Yeah, he does his own show as well. His his daughter's kicking ass as well these days as well. Is she? I'd say yeah. she's an absolute wizard at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I'm just so interested to see Frank Mir how big he is. Also, he like once beat Brock Lesnar as well. So like, yeah, Nibar. Yeah, that was. I think that was like one of the first UFCs that are like are, like really like stayed up there and watched that late. You know. Yeah, but he also like broke Big Nog's arm. Yeah, like he's got like some serious wins under his belt. I know. You know, and this is a real legend. Like yeah, he really, really is. And yeah. Fortunately, like having this extra person in at the at the shows, they're probably gonna have to rejig people's times, etc. So therefore, there'll be more opportunities for himself and Ross to sit down with more athletes. Yeah, hopefully we yeah. get one of the guys on the show. Yeah, it'll be absolutely incredible for us. Um, yeah. also, you know Frank Mir is like a massive gun nut. Do you know that? As like he's mad into guns. Yeah, but and, like loads of people are in America. No, but like he he'll constantly have like nine weapons on him at all time, like guns, knives. He's like one of those like sort of doomsday preppers. If you actually like, to, if you go into YouTube and like you type in Brendan Chab or Frank Mir, you'll see it, and he goes through like all the weapons he has on him at one time. Hopefully, he doesn't get like stuffed the way over. Being like, no. why do you have seven knives? It's like, in case someone attacks me. That's that's his like thing. He's like, you never know what's gonna happen. So I always just carry a load of weapons on. Yeah, although he's a beast, who's gonna really jump him? Yeah, no, that's Brendan Chab's argument. It was like, you're beating like percent of people in the world in the street fight. Yeah, there's like, yeah. there's. There's less than probably 20 people who are going to be Frank Mir in a street fight in the world. And, like, there he is with all the weapons. It's like, just in case. Yeah. Is he... He's still going now in Bellator, isn't he? I, I, I think he's sort of fighting for the sake of fighting yeah. in Bellator, if you know maybe, what I mean. Maybe if he gets the itch, he can jump in, you know? Yeah. He last lost to Fedor, no? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so here, make sure... Uh, the link is in the comments section. Make sure to check it out if you want to go. It's going to be in Cork. It's going to be a brilliant night. Uh, brilliant day. You're going to get to meet all these fighters gonna get the pictures uh, we'll be there it'd be great to see some of your faces and uh, talk energize crack so yeah use the discount code EZ10 and EZ10 yeah EZ10 and then uh, it's gonna be a great occasion so yeah. now I think it's the perfect time to move into the world of mixed martial arts and of course this weekend's UFC 247 John Jones versus Dominic Reyes yeah this was Almost like a controversial fight at the weekend. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start, man? Might as well start with the title fight, and we'll go further down as we go on. I think there's only really, really two or three fights we're going to actually discuss. Yeah. Okay. Um, John Jones fought Dominic Reyes. John Jones won by unanimous decision, 48-47, I think there was a good few takeaways from this fight. And this fight card when it comes to mixed martial arts judging. 
Uh, I don't know if you saw, but earlier on in the fight or in the night, Andrea Lee was fighting. You know, the cowboy. Yeah. Cowgirl. Oh, cowgirl. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, she was fighting. I, I can't actually remember who she's fighting. But Joe Rogan and Dominic uh, Cruz were actually calling out when the judge had been like, he's not watching the fight. Your man over there is judging and he's not watching the fight. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I think for women's fighting is like even almost more important because definitely percentile wise, the women go to the judges more often than the yeah. men. She lost to Lauren Murphy. Yeah, I think it was a split decision as well. Yeah. yeah. So for the judges not to be watching the fight is not really great for her. You know what I mean? Do your fucking job. Yeah, it's like you're being paid there to watch the fights. So just watch the fights. Yeah. And also, this is their their lives that they're they have in their hands. Like, I mean, take it a bit fucking seriously, you know? Yeah, definitely. Now, I watched the John Jones fight, right? And That's a spoof. I think it, it's quite obvious. Sort of round one went to Reyes, rounds four and five went to Jones. I think the biggest discrepancy is who taught people round one, round two, and who taught people one, round three. Yeah, that's agreed now. That that's I think that's the general consensus. That's rounds two and three are where people thought Reyes won the fight or where people thought Jones won the fight. Or one round each. Yeah, exactly. I sort of watched it and went, it was very, very tight. Um, Reyes came forward quite a lot. He threw a lot of kicks at John Jones. Uh, everything from Reyes came from the left-hand side. It was the left straight and the left kick. But Jones, he actually slipped a lot of punches. And I think for a lot of people who are watching the fight, it's almost like when you're watching Floyd Mayweather. The other person's throwing loads and you're like, he must be doing all right. And then if you actually watch yeah. it in like sort of slow motion, he doesn't actually land that much. Yeah. I personally thought I'd probably give the fight to John Jones. I thought Reyes won sort of the first minute and a half of both rounds, two and three. But I thought Jones actually won sort of the last three minutes of both rounds. So... I probably would have scored round three to Jones, round four to Jones, and round five to Jones. But if someone scored it for Reyes, I'm okay with that as well. Yeah. You see, the thing is, when I watched it back, because I knew Reyes lost, and so many people were going against Jones, I was like, right, I'm going to watch it. the fight from Dominic Reyes' angle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people don't get that. Usually, like, say if someone's fighting, you really like them. You're going to watch what they're doing more rather than what the other person's doing. It's just the way it is. Cause you can't you're keep your you're eyes looking for your person to win the fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're looking for the reason to back your guy. Um, when I watched the back and people were like, John John, like, Reyes was robbed. I was like, oh, shit. So then I watched it. I actually watched it and I thought Reyes won the first. I thought Reyes won the second. And the third one... The third one was the more iffy one. I think Errol Helwani agrees with me and you on that. Mm. Um, Brett Okamoto actually said he was he thought that the second round was different but I think yeah. I think it was obvious Reyes won the first round I think Reyes won the second round and then the third one was a bit of a flip with a coin um, I think I think, and then Jones definitely won the last two rounds um, I think Reyes sort of did get a bit tired at the end of the third round and then the judges are probably they're going with the champ and they're probably looking at it like you have to actually beat the champ now I know that's not necessarily the rules but that's the way some people want to see it because they don't want to the, they don't, John Jones is a serious person in this in this game and he does bring a lot of revenue in more than other people and they're probably like look he didn't really get dominated there so I'm going to go with Jones and that's just the way they are I thought, I thought Reyes won 3-2 but as Ross said he thinks John Jones won 3-2 and then like 
this is the same thing when Wonderboy fought Woodley and it was sort of like I thought Woodley won Ross thought uh, sorry I thought Thompson won and you thought Woodley won and Woodley won it was one of them things but like at the end of the day after after the fight when the the, the klaxon and the siren went off Reyes looked more confident with his arm in the air than Jones now neither looked overly confident like John Jones actually got up on top of the case to try and like show off that he like that he definitely won't but it wasn't like he wasn't like he wasn't selling it well no he wasn't you can see you can tell like you can tell by their faces and uh, but I, I think a few things need to be addressed number one MMA judging is not perfect no. nor will it be for a while but I don't think this was like the fight where you're like oh my god yeah it was absolutely insane yeah. um, a few things that people were saying which really sort of grinds my gears grind away Oh, it should have been a split decision. I don't understand the logic behind people saying it should have been a split decision. What would it matter if one judge scored it for Reyes and two scored it for Jones? Jones still walks away with the belt. That doesn't make Dominic Cruz or Dominic Reyes's efforts any better or any worse. Secondly, was the people giving out that it was forty nine forty six to Jones because, as you said earlier. Brett Alcamado and Ariel Hawani, two of the most respected journalists in the mixed martial arts game, yep. said, Brett Alcamado said he thought John Jones won the second round and lost the third. And Ariel Hawani thought yep. John Jones uh, might have won the third round or was close and that he definitely lost second. So if Brett Alcamado was saying that John Jones could have won the second round, well then it could be feasible that I thought John Jones won the second round. And if Ariel Hawani is saying that the third round is very close, it could have been very feasible that I thought John Jones won the uh, third round. And if the general consensus is that John Jones won the fourth and fifth round, why couldn't I have generally thought that John Jones won all four rounds? Now, I didn't score the fight that way. But you also have to take note that judging is an opinion-based thing. And one of the judges judges it that way. Exactly. For and that's, that's how one of the ju- judges judge it. Yeah. And it wasn't like so egregious. Like I've seen fights between, I think it was... Uh, Ross Pearson, Diego Sanchez. Where Ross Pearson like absolutely murdered Diego Sanchez, and because Diego Sanchez is such like a fan favorite, and like he's really good at blocking punches with his face, that people are like he blocked those punches so good with his face. I think he won. Yeah, that, or, like yeah. these happen. Or even a Bellator when uh, Ricky Bandejas, I thought he beat uh, Juan Archuleta. Yeah, and it was like, well, Juan Archuleta wins, that's it. And like Ricky Bandejas is sort of like, what? But uh, we actually put a poll out today just to see who people thought actually deserved to win. And it was 44% for Jones and 56% for Reyes. So that means people are with me, Ross, man. Typical. Typical you. Typical me. But I also think because John Jones is so good that when anyone puts up a half-decent fight against him, like people are even more trying to score in his favour. If you go back to UFC 156, Gustafson versus Jones... How many people tried to tell you that Alexander Gustafsson won that fight? Yeah. Do you think it's because John Jones isn't the most liked figure in the mixed martial arts game that maybe they were like, oh, I'd rather you lost? I think a, a lot of people are like dying from to lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it's like anything. You like to see that greatness be challenged. Yeah. Like, as you said earlier, the Floyd Mayweather of the UFC. Mm. Um, so after that, John Jones wins the belt. He's after beating... George St. Pierre's record of defences of a title. Um, what, what what are you thinking now, Ross? Because also, I want to say that like I totally underestimated, underestimated Reyes. I'm pretty sure John Jones did too. Where yeah, does I John, definitely where does, agree with that. Last week, we were saying that like John Jones, who can beat him? 
John Jones was eating sort of crappy food during the week as well. He he he's not eating as clean as he should do. Anyway, that's just one thing that's just blatantly obvious, and he's he's not taking these um, opponents as seriously as he must. Uh, we said earlier that. I think once you defend a title over 10 times now I wouldn't know personally I feel like you're sort of like you're going cruise control and you're like you know what? I'm the greatest no one's going to beat there's definitely an era of complacency when you're just that used to winning yeah. uh, and as you can see when it got to the 4th and 5th round John Jones had the ability to dig deep and get the job done Yeah. Um, what would you do now if you're in, you're in see, part of John Jones' team because we said last week we wanted him to move up the heavyweight he said in the build up to the fight as well uh, when he was on stage at the athlete um, the he was there on stage. Before a press conference. The, whatever, the me- part of the media. Yeah, day, when, he was do- when he was doing the media stuff, he was saying that if the fans want him to move up to heavyweight, he should. But the thing is, does where does he go now? Like, do you want to see a rematch? Do you want to see him move up? Does John Jones, should John Jones move up? Because now he set a record already with the most mental defenses of his title. Does he need to be challenged and be like, right, now the bullshit is gone. I need to go in here and like, really focus you know because that's what we're mm. saying now he, he doesn't come across as the, he has the 100% focus and therefore he could be lackadaisical and then lose maybe against Jan Blakovich or Corey uh, Anderson. Anderson that are fighting this weekend the, the way I look at it is he almost has five options in front of him and he could pick whichever one he wanted and he'd probably get away with it the obvious one is the rematch against Dominic Reyes um, I think it's rare to see someone lose a title fight and get the immediate rematch yeah. well the fight um, was good as well oh so. no it was yeah um, I suppose Shogun got one against Machida I think uh, also he could easily fight the winner of next or this weekend's fight Jan Blackwood versus Corey Anderson I don't think anyone's clamouring to see that I don't think no. John Jones would be able to get himself any more up no. for that one than he was up for this one uh, Israel Adesanya is always an option he could do a super fight against him if he if uh, he can beat Yoel Romero another option could be to move up and fight UFC heavyweight champion Stipe Miocic no one would deny John Jones that or he could fight Daniel Cormier that fight I feel like is always there it's a bit like who's Conor McGregor going to fight next until he does the Nate Diaz trilogy that fight is always going to be there Yeah, there are sort of his options and he can do any of them he could also just move up to heavyweight and just fight another heavyweight to test himself yeah so like, what, so, so what if, it, uh, if I had to give a prediction yeah the people tuning in now to hear what we have to say I think if I fight Don McRae in a rematch I think like that's the best business move for John Jones after watching him fight there I don't think like heavyweight's exactly I, I know. Hi, hi, like his best move at the moment well I, I think I think he should probably move up just because I know you don't think that now but I think for if I was him I'd want to go up and, and become hungry again and know that I'm, it's not going to 100% be my way. You know what I mean? And I'm fighting bigger people. That's what I just think because... Who would like to see him fight a heavyweight? Maybe someone like Alistair Overeem. That could work, yeah. Like he's a legend in the game. But like he, he almost needs to fight for a title straight away. So Miocic yeah. maybe. Because he's seen... I actually sort of favour him against Miocic. Miocic would take that. Yeah, but I almost don't favour him against someone like Ngannou. Yeah. Somebody's just like scary. Like <laughs> I'm like... Oh, I don't know. Also, you look at like John Jones against Derek Lewis. I'm almost like I almost famous favor Derek Lewis because Derek Lewis is afraid of absolutely nothing that John Jones has, and he just wants to land that yeah. big punch on him. Yeah, but like Derek Lewis didn't get any fans over the weekend as well. Uh, he defeated Ilya Latifi by decision. Um, this wasn't great to watch for us. Was In it? fairness, uh, Derek Lewis was asked at the media day, "How are you going to win?" And Derek Lewis, you know him. He's a funny man. He goes. I'm going to win by controversial decision. 
Yeah. To see him doing all the flying knees, he looked the best. Yeah. Like, the fight itself wasn't great, but he looked the most athletic that he's ever been. Yeah, he, for a big man, he can move, can't he? Yeah. Also, in the co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko the, uh, defended the title by K- TKO against Caitlin Chugigan in the third round. Ross, what a what a dominant performance from Valentina. Even Halle Berry was proud of her. Halle Berry! Uh, let's be honest. No one was surprised with this. No. Shevchenko could be like the most dominant champion in the UFC. I've no idea who UFC is going to actually throw in there against next. Maybe like Joanne Calderwood or someone. Oh, yeah. But, supposedly that's next. Yeah. But it's got look, uh, at the end of the day, I think that's another lamb to the slaughter, really. Shevchenko, they don't call her the bullet for nothing. They don't. She actually went shooting guns in the in the build. Were you like. impressed with Taffa? Uh, yeah, Taffa. I Adams. think it was, it was a first round knockout. Yeah, he, it was. He yeah. smashed him. He did smash him. Did Jeremy yeah. Mursa Bektik win? No, he lost. Bektik Very yeah. bektik Yeah, and uh, shout out to James Krause, who lost by decision, but like came in on the day's notice as well. Yeah. He he was he was there cornering someone. I, I'm actually not even too sure who he was cornering. And Trevin Giles, who was from Houston, Texas, his opponent pulled out, and James Krause went, I'll fight him. And he also won 50 grand bonus for the night, which is like brilliant stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend, it's UC Rio Rondo. And it's being headlined by Corey Anderson against Jan Blakovic. Uh, the winner of this is definitely the next person in line for... for well, they're calling out John Jones. Yeah. The winner of this, whoever gets in the mic. They've been like, John Bones Jones! Yeah. To be honest, this card does not look great at all. Although Lando Venata against Yancy Medeiros could be a good scrap. Could be a of the year, that one. Like yeah. Those two like, love a good scrap. Yeah. I think also down the card is, uh, in one of the prelims, is Nathaniel Ward versus John Dodson. And Nathaniel Ward is like called the prospect. Uh, he looked very, very good. He's undefeated in his UFC career. So I'm very much so looking forward to seeing him fight. Is there anyone else that sort of springs to mind? Jim Miller. And also... Uh, Jim Miller fighting again. Yeah. And also... Um, sorry, oh, Diego Sanchez. Oh, Michael Pereira. He's the fellow who does all the capoeira in the ring. Yeah. So, like, that first Diego Sanchez should be war. This could be a very good night of fights. Yeah, but, like, but name like, recognition is not great. Great to watch the next day. Yeah. But, uh, Ross, Corey Anderson against Jan Blackwich. Who are you expecting to win this? I think Corey Anderson's like, is very good at wrestling. I think he'll be able to wrestle him for the entire fight. All right, uh, I'm I'm thinking Jan Blackwich for this one anyway. By knockout, yeah. Uh, speaking of knockouts as well, uh, bare knuckle fighting is on this week as well. Hector Lombard's making his debut against David the Cowboy Mundell. Who? <laughs> okay, PEDs are allowed for this. So who are you expecting for this? Did they actually say that, or that's just what you're saying? Uh, it's, it's just is like <laughs> <laughs> there are no rules <laughs> except no kicking. Uh, I I just expect Lombard to win because he's an absolute monster, and I have no idea who Dave Mundell is. Yeah. Uh, just before we ra- same here, like Hector Lombard. Uh, before we wrap up the show, we're just gonna br- bring up some news about Bellator Dublin. Uh, it was announced last week that James Gallagher is off the card, unfortunately, and Liam McCord has now stepped up, and she is the main event in the at the at the show as well. She's about to create history for that. Ross, what's your, what's your sort of make this now? People have fallen off the card. Like, I know Reds are still fighting on the card, but, like, Peter Queedy's now not fighting, and that entrance of Zombie won't be there. Uh, James Gallagher, who's headlined so many times, won't be there either. It's losing a bit of star power, isn't it? Yeah, it's not really good news for Bellator Dublin. I felt like these people have dropped out, and there is no replacements in for them, which is disappointing, to say the Wait least. Wait a sec. Frank Mears coming to Dublin. Maybe he could be fighting. Maybe so. I, oh, I don't, he's a presenter I don't really, though as well, isn't he? Yeah, I don't really see it. What, him versus Josh Barnett? That would be just random, wouldn't it? 
Brilliant. It needs Orlando. something. It needs some injection. Because yeah. like, people, were you surprised Liam McCourt was made main event? Yes and no. Firstly, she's getting a massive push, and I, I feel like she's only a couple of fo- two more wins, and she's in there against Cyborg, or it's uh, maybe even this or one. Board. Who but, knows? But uh, it was sort of like was Kiefer the yeah, right man to put it to put as the headliner? Was it, I don't think you could, hard to, Redger hasn't been on the main card, so you can't even do that. It's hard to really say, to be honest. Um, unless they throw over another American talent at it, they could always throw an American talent at it, or maybe get a Paul Daly in there. Yeah, but they could. I mean? Yeah, but they might have been afraid of people leaving early. Remember? Yeah, it happened uh, with King Mo, wasn't it? Um, it's, yeah. it's very hard to say. It is, isn't it? Look, they're trying to uh, strap a rocket ship to Lee McCourt and fly with that. Yeah. They're like, right, she's a good-looking girl. She's in Cyborg's division. Cyborg has already like uh, posted, been like great to have her. She did an interview and she was like, great to see Leah headlines, great to see the featherweight yeah. women's no, division No, fair play to her. Fair play to her. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just disappointing the way we already had Leah on the card and now we don't have James and now we don't have Peter Creedy as well because everyone knows that the, that arena erupts when Peter Creedy comes out. Yeah, you sort of lost the main event, the co-main event and now we're giving the third fight down yeah. and been like told it's the main event. It's a bit like when Stipe Miocic uh, was supposed to fight Ben Rothwell and that dropped out and then Joe Duffy was supposed to fight Dustin Poirier wasn't it yeah and then that dropped out and it was like yeah we still have Paddy Hoolan fighting it's like, and then he lost yeah but it's like we already had Paddy Hoolan yeah it'd be like someone what's called uh, saying here's your fish and chip and mushy peas be like right we're gonna take your fish and your chips be like you can have the mushy peas though <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna fight, sound. Well, hopefully something else happens soon because uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated because that's who knows be... like I might have to fight you on the card to get the, the people going well you better come down to the flyweight division man it's getting, it's getting I'll, stacked I'll, I'll, down I'll, here. Be, I'll, be, I'll begin cutting yeah we're gonna keep you up to date with the Bellator Dublin card as well because it's going down in two weeks time um, also before we finish off the, the MMA part well, we're going to just say something about the boxing part. Uh, Dylan Moore won over the weekend as well. Absolute legend. We're always shouting out He actually Moore. won't stop winning, will he? He won't stop winning. No, he looked very impressive. Well. He was digging the head off her, man. Yeah, second he round. He made look amateur. But uh, that wraps up the combat part of the show. So if you do enjoy the show, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, and make sure to write a comment saying you love this shit or you don't love this shit because it, it it all helps. Let us know in the comments below who you thought won between Dominic Reyes and Johnny Bones Jones. And now we are moving on to our Six Nations special. It is back. Ireland victorious again. Yeah. The men's team, the women's team, the under 20s. Yeah. Six wins out of six for Ireland so far. Yeah. I was actually ashamed of myself last week because I forgot to mention the under-20s and the women's on the show. But like it was because when we got here, we were talking about it. And then when we went to the camera... It, it, We'd already said it. We already said it, yeah. Yeah. First of all, before we go into the Ireland like, senior team game, I just want to say, very impressed with the Irish women's team beating Wales in those absolute rotten conditions at uh, the Energy Park. It was so bad, wasn't it? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. You know, you know what else happened? Which is disgraceful. The Welsh women went in for showers after the game. There was no hot water. Imagine that after like that torrential rain. All you want to do is have a hot shower. No hot water for them. I know. Um, oh, what do you mean to do? Uh, also, shout out to Bevan Parsons. who's got an unbelievable try. But, uh, Russ... For, okay, first of all, if you, if you are a fan of the rugby, make sure to like and subscribe as well because... Uh, we're coming every week and also the next show will be the Ireland-England preview Ireland-England preview like like can't wait for that which shit which is always the match of the Six Nations oh yeah but uh, 
Ross, uh, do you know what I think we should do before we get exactly into the Six Nations with the men's? I think, like, the, the talking about the under-20s first mm. and then talking about the women's. Or, well, we already talked about well, the talk, well, Yeah, here, quick question. Do you think the women fly, like, uh, like what... Like what? They, okay, they're obviously playing away to England now. Yeah. Like, how do you, do they fly with everyone oh, else? No, uh, I think. Yeah, I think they will fly with everyone else. I think they'll, okay. or maybe they won't fly with everyone. Else. I, I'm pretty sure Aer Lingus like pay for their flights. Yeah. Oh, like, they're mostly yeah, because yeah, yeah. they sponsor the Irish rugby team. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure, pretty sure they pay for their flights, which is great, fair play to Aer Lingus. Yeah. Uh, I must say, when I was watching the women's, I know they're playing Wales. So I was like, they're actually like so much more skillful. They were just like the better team. Yeah. Uh, Constantine in a fullback was absolutely brilliant as well I was just watching a few of them being like the Irish women rugby team is very good yeah, you know what I mean it. apparently France and England are a mile ahead now in fairness I'm not that into the Irish women's rugby but like when they're on TV I'm like right I'm yeah. watching it I've been in following France, the last two games a lot yeah. of the girls actually so follow like, us as well shout out to the girls yeah and you know what they all seem lovely when they're interviewed afterwards yeah. we probably should get to a game I was just about to ask you that yeah. would you be, like I mean, yeah. like, I mean that, that game would have been terrible to be at to be fair well yeah. like weather wise oh, well I think it's like now I have like such little time like because yeah, I'm trying yeah, to spend yeah. more time with my family as well yeah. that, which I actually really enjoy doing it's like I don't. I'm going to the women's rugby it's like all right, you're at the men's rugby yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad, but look, they actually deserve support. So if you actually yeah. get a chance to see the women's or the under-20s play, go watch them play. Yeah, definitely. Uh, under-20s won as well on Friday night. They yeah. absolutely destroyed Wales in the first half. Wales yeah. got back into it in the second half, but I mean, like, that yeah, team put foot off the gas, which I, I don't know if it's actually great, but I'm pretty sure they were, what, 21 in the look? They were kicking ass, man. Yeah. Jack Rowdy, unreal. Yeah, they're... Top of the bops. I actually looked at him and it was like Jack Crowley 10. I was like, ah, oh, great Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, they're all, yeah, but they're all the younger lads. They know what's going on, you know? Oh, I know, yeah, but I was like, I was like, he'll keep that forever. As yeah. in, like, as in, like, that's the longevity of the yeah. Instagram handle. Yeah, they've been absolutely brilliant. The last two games they've played as well. Unreal. It's been unreal. So, also, if you actually move to centre, you can just go Jack Crowley 12. It'd be probably, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Andy Farrell. Or, sorry, no, Owen Farrell 10 12. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's been brilliant. But um, most of the people are here for the win over the weekend. Ireland beating Wales 24-14 in the Aviva Stadium. There was FIVA in the Aviva. Okay. The Irish rugby team were back. The atmosphere in the stadium was hopping. And it was the best Ireland performance I've seen in maybe the last two years. Yeah. Let's talk about what we were saying last week. Against Italy, uh, sorry, against Scotland, we were very unimpressed. Very um, We were sort of worried going into this game with a lot of people. Like, like a lot mm. of the people were sort of like, "Here, what well, Ireland's going to show up?" What we actually got this weekend was what we thought we were originally going to get against Scotland. Yeah. Uh, the, first of all, quick hands, quick offloads. Like the back three were, uh, let alone the, the the pack, but the back three mm. were brilliant. Larmer, Con- uh, Conway. Oh, sorry, Cooney. No, Conway. Conway. Sorry, excuse me. And Stockdale. The, yeah, but I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say. As in, like they. They blew me away, literally. So you were starting the backs, and I was starting the forwards. Maybe because I used yeah. to play the forwards, and you used to play in the backs. Yeah. Well, it's more because standard CJ standard getting cap man of the match again. Yeah. Like everyone, and then Peter Mandy looks well, looks I, brand new as well. Yeah, but I like to go through like the entire team and like talk about the performance. Well, take it away, bud. Uh, I thought Keen Healy was brilliant again. The scrum was much better this week. The scrum was actually quite poor last week, wasn't it? Yeah. There was having problems, which is like very rare for Ireland. Uh, Herring was actually brilliant. When Herring was first sort of named, I thought, oh, he definitely played a lot more games than Callagher like in his career. So maybe he's they're going for somewhat of an experience uh, there. And obviously, he used to train with Rory Best all the time yeah. up in Ulster. But he's been brilliant. I think Ireland have 
118 lost two of their line out like that's fairly good numbers to put do, in there do you think his game has improved because he has that such experience on his left and right hand side potentially so uh, like those two props are going nowhere in the scrum and then on top of that uh, he has Henderson there to hit for his line outs his line outs were brilliant uh, especially considering it was actually quite breezy uh, was, on yeah. Saturday here in Ireland then the second rows James Ryan is relentless Ian Henderson's uh, they're by far our best second rows individually anyway. Yeah. Uh, Toner obviously fits in well there. Yeah. And then... He came on. In terms of the back row, I was like, any one of them could have been man the match. Um, yeah. I, I forgot to even say Tyke Furlan scored another try. Fair play to him. Yeah. What a monster. See the passion out of his face after scoring that try. Yeah, he was loving it. Like, he was like, it was like, like, like roaring. I was yeah. like, go on the Tyke. Yeah. By the way, the best Tyke head prop in the world, bar no one, no? I don't know what... Like, I mean, there's not much better. Uh, Peter Armani had a flawless game bar I think one or two knock-ons but like other than that he was brilliant the breakdown his offloads his carries I think we were sitting here watching the match with uh, my brother Chris and I think Antio and someone said O'Mahony was man of the match I said Standard was man of the match I think someone else said Conway was man of the match that's how good Ireland played that like anyone could have been man of the match Uh, Josh Vanderfleer was fantastic again what do you think of Murray Baz because there was a lot of criticism of Murray last week. How do you think he handled the game this week after getting all that criticism? I thought he definitely improved. I'd agree. I, I think his game management was better. His box kicking was better. But I, I think everyone's improved. Mm. Like even Henshaw. Oh, Henshaw's a different gravy though. Yeah, but um, I mean, coming off last week, everyone's just... They're, I don't know I don't know what it was because before when they were getting when people were criticizing them, they really t- took it and they didn't want to talk to the media and stuff. But And they were like... It almost felt against, like the media against them, but now they've like taken mm. the criticism on board and gone for it. Like in fact, I think Andy Farrell's done something brilliant there. Yeah, well, they're after beating Wales with the bonus point, which is yeah. like almost unheard of after the Scotland game. Must say also, Johnny Sexton has taken this captaincy role so well. The way he speaks to the referees is so vital. And at the end of the day, it's one of those things where, as the out half, I sort of thought about this before, but not in, as in-depth until I listened to Ron O'Gara discuss it. When you're the kicker, sometimes you're told you're kicking a goal. I suppose when you're the captain and the kicker, you decide to kick a goal, which makes a massive impact on your thought process and makes adds that extra bit of pressure on your shoulders. But Johnny Sexton thrives under pressure. Yeah, and he handles that captain's role so well. He handles the refs very well. He's quite articulate to them. It was just something I haven't really seen from Ireland captains. Most times it's a forward, and he's just sort of giving out to the ref that he's not happy with the decision made. But Johnny Sexton, brilliant out half. Bundiaki, phenomenal game. Brilliant ball carries. Super tackling. And you're me. Henshaw, you're me. And then Henshaw in at second center. This is one of the best Henshaw performances I've ever seen Definitely, yeah. play. I watch Henshaw play for Leinster and go, he well, normally plays at 12 and go, he's absolutely brilliant. And then I watch him play for Ireland. I think I lied to myself and say, oh, he's actually doing an alright job. When I don't think he actually, I think he underperforms for Ireland. He's a lot safer for Ireland. Yeah. There's less sort of flair out of him in Ireland. But at 13, he was a lot more expressionate. He moved the ball a lot more. He carried the ball better. I was very impressed with Henshaw this weekend. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, there's no point in getting ahead of ourselves now, right? Because Wales did knock the ball on a lot. Uh, also, one of the first attacks they got, they scored a try. 
Uh, also, they, every time they attacked, it looked like they were going to score again or else they made a bit of a mistake. And for the second week in a row, they dropped the ball over the line. They like, didn't put the ball down correctly. And then also, they got a try at the very, very end of yeah. the game. Now, I don't think that's a big deal. No. But what way should, should people take this result as? Very, very positive. I think Wales were the Grand Slam champions last year. Um, they actually had a quite a decent World Cup outing. We had a very poor World Cup out and we were poor the first game of the championship. Uh, Johnny Sexton saved us. He scored all the points. And at this time around, it was a great performance. Um, Larmer looks so dangerous. He's always looking to beat someone. Yeah. Conway, I thought, was fantastic on the wing. I didn't actually see a hell of a lot from Stockdale, but I didn't see him do anything too wrong either. Conway. No. No, I no but I like that back three, though. I like that back yeah. three. There's but a I lot think, of flair there. Uh, yeah, but I, I think they're looking to attack at all times. Larmer is almost... He's almost like Ireland's version of Jason Robinson when he gets the ball. He, he's yeah. dying to run it back. That's yeah. all he wants to do. So He's a linebreaker. He is. He is. He, he, he's magic. Yeah, when he scored that try, I think. I think incredible. He, I, I was like, how did he manage to get through all those people? I think he's going to be way more impressive than Henshaw. I think he's going to live up to the hype that Henshaw people thought he was going to reach. Yeah, I think there's so just something. That. There's something in his boots and he's almost ahead of the game. Yeah. But the only thing is sometimes I look at him and go, he looks a bit slight, but that'll pay in his favour and will go against him. Defensive will obviously go against him, but possibly it will go for him. Uh, I think in terms of the bench, Kelleher came on for, I think, the last five, ten minutes. Look, he, he got straight away stuck in. Didn't see him do anything wrong. Um, I don't think there was a hell of a lot of him to do. Like, fantastic. Yeah. Kilcoyne came on. Brilliant performance. Um, great in the scrum. Porter, I think, only came on for the last few minutes as well. Yeah. Big Dev Toner came on. He, lo- he looks miles off the pace, by the way. He does, doesn't he? he he's so bit, tall or yeah, something. He's, he's too like, slow. He, he is too slow. Yeah. But Whereas like, Henderson and Ryan are way more like agile. Uh, yeah, 100%. They're almost sort of like having another back rower on the pitch with them. They can do it all. Yeah. Suppose when, Toner. Toner, when Toner came on, right, we were getting a scrum. And when the front row were standing in front of him, he like petted them as if they were like a dog. They were so they were like so much smaller. He's like, "Good job, <laughs> well done, lads." Yeah. Uh, I think we are short a bit on second rows. Yeah, I don't think our second row is our uh, most in depth position. Um, Max Deegan came on for his debut, so fair play to him. Uh, that was obviously a big moment. Nice from get the win. Cooney came on. <laughs> he only came on I think for the last 5-10 minutes as well yeah. uh, he lost boot for half a, yeah. half a, yeah, uh, yeah let's mention that Cooney's boot came off during mm. like the last few minutes and then he kept just going he was like fuck the boot like yeah. I need to touch the ball and uh, then I, I think he was like he was like Murray was so good I have to like show yeah. I'm good too yeah. which is like just shows you know the strength of the, of the game yeah. I, actually, I actually got to Ross hopefully he has to kick the ball with no boot on that would be <laughs> funny but uh, then, he, he must be sick man by the way on the bench yeah oh I'd say so because he it's couldn't good. have had any better of a season and he still can't start do you think he's the, he's the one guy who's most pushing on the bench to actually have it be a starter it's a, it's a bit of a strange one because Sexton's captain. Sexton loves Murray. It's almost like he he, he doesn't really stand the chance. Yeah. Uh, and you, you almost have to look up in like Luke McGrath nipping at his heels or uh, Gibson Park, I think, has almost been able to declare for Ireland soon. It's a very competitive position. That's Cooney true. hasn't put a f- uh, foot wrong for Ulster. But maybe his success is his own downfall at Ulster that like he also kicks a goal. He sort of does it all for Ulster. And Do you think like, if he if he went to Leinster, he'd start? I don't know. Probably Trans- would. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah, because if you yeah. saw sex. Yeah. Controversial, yeah. let us know what you think. Uh, then, oh, obviously, Ross Byrne came on. He actually looked decent, run the ball. 
I think everyone who came on then had to try and do something to stand out. And then Earls yeah. came on in the centre. Uh, was it Earls? Yeah, Earls. Or, or was Earls, yeah. I don't think actually. He came off for Henshaw. Came, I don't think much happened. Yeah, no, I don't think really anyone made a, a big, big enough impact when they came off the bench. No. But, uh, but I don't think anyone got the chance. I think, like, yeah. the team basically won the game. The, well, the game was basically over. But Ross, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, you know what I mean? Because mm. uh, that's <laughs> we try not to do, but we're passionate, you know what I mean? We're passionate guys. We are, yeah. We are passionate guys. Like, Ross, we even at the green mic. We love it. Like, we, we made sure to meet up to watch it and mm. got Theo out and all. Like, But, uh, Ross, we beat Wales. We're now joined top of the league with France. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Okay, so we three games left. First yeah. one, first one's gonna be away to England. Then it's gonna be a home to Italy, and then away to France. What What do you think is gonna happen here, Ross? Because we're playing England next. We'll come oh, with no, the triple crown. I think we're gonna compete for with France for the title for the Grand Slam. In France, I think we're going to beat England. After watching England play Scotland there at the weekend, yeah, it was ve- it was a very dogged game. Um, it wasn't very expansive. There was a lot of mistakes. Scotland were sort of kept in the game the whole time, and I just wasn't overly impressed with England. I feel like, you know, that World yeah. Cup hangover is real for them. Yeah, although the and weather was shit. I know the weather was shit, but and yeah. Scotland are quite dogged. Look, maybe it's the way Scotland are playing at the moment because we didn't look good against Scotland. England didn't look good against Scotland. But England also didn't look great against France. Scotland so, Scotland made a bollocks of certain things as yeah. well, didn't they? Oh, it was terrible. I was almost like, Scotland are going to get back into this. And then they gave away a really silly penalty about 30 metres out. And when you like, it was basically in front of the goal. And once you do that, Owen Farrell's going to pop that over. And then they were, yeah. they were 10 points adrift. And once they were 10 points adrift, nothing. Although, enjoy watching the man Adam Hastings play. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, then uh, and then France won with a bonus point against Italy, yeah. which was sort of as expected. Yeah, but uh, hold on, it wasn't expected that Italy would get twenty-two points. No, it wasn't. But France, I think, were twenty-one points to ten or something up at halftime. Uh, they were, they sort of won the game. Then it let Italy get back into it. Weird enough, I think Italy have improved so much over the last five years, but they just can't close that gulf. Sure, they can't. No, it's it's too big. But uh, you have to make sure to tune in next time for our next rugby show because we will be breaking down Ireland versus England. I can't wait off. I can't wait for that. But uh, Ross, right now before we close things off, who do you think is going to win the Six Nations? I think Ireland are going to win. I know. Same I, I, here. I, I'm, I'm not even messing. I, I'm, last I'm week, like, can you believe last week we we're like, oh my god, uh, yeah, this is terrible. Like, I was like, <laughs> fourth the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I think we're going to win it. I put a, yeah. I put a question out on the uh, the Energize page so make sure to follow us on that but I was asking people who do they think is going to win as well so I have like uh, Ireland Ireland for sure Ireland Ireland oh Ireland for sure <laughs> Ireland 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 Italy shout out to Dumbox um, Ireland 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 and then didn't even say France no <laughs> Eddie Jones said England who's that what's that oh <laughs> your man from Birmingham who follows us oh, oh. yeah Oh no! The, the, I know he's Australian. I know he's England. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you think I, uh, I didn't oh, know that? No, for a second I thought I may have said his name wrong. But uh, that basically wraps up the show. Yeah. Ross, we're going to be back next week with another show, as always. Um, if you enjoyed the rugby crack, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, make sure to let us know who you think will win the Six Nations. And as always, stay, stay energized. energized.